Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Pellen. Four behind the gloves. Now with someone very special, Elise Glynn. Now, Elise, before I kind of start probing you with my questions, I wanted to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself because I'm sure there are so many boxing fans who are aware of you in the amateur scene because you are making quite a statement. But there might be people who don't know. So I just thought in your own words, if you could just introduce yourself for us. Um, I'm Elise Glynn. I'm 21 years old. I've just recently joined the GB Podium program. Um, I've been boxing for nearly eight years now. And yeah, I'm really enjoying the progress that I'm making and enjoying the process. You missed out the fact that you are English and Great British champion 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2022, Elise. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Don't be so modest. So I thought we could start today by hearing about the, the first time you got into a boxing ring and the first time you walked into a gym and where that kind of started. So when did boxing first enter your life? So boxing first entered my life at the end of 2014. I randomly found a poster for a local boxing club and I went, Dad, can you take me here? And he was like, what? You want to go to a boxing club? You're a proper girly girl. Um, why would you want to do that? I was like, please take me here. We ended up going to my local boxing gym. Um, unfortunately, girls weren't allowed in the gym, so I had to really prove myself. So for the first few weeks slash month, I was training on my own in the corner of the gym, just copying a boy. And that's why I'm actually left-handed, but I now box orthodox because I was just copying the boy next to me instead of being southpaw. Wow. Yeah. That is something. I mean, we've heard about Savannah Marshall, for example, having to pretend or dress up as a boy or fight with boys yeah. in training. But to actually have your style dictated yeah, was, by that it, is crazy. Yeah, I was thrown into the ring with men, basically kilos and kilos heavier than me. Uh, had my first fight six weeks after starting in the gym, which is unheard of. But some of the boys were like, that's not fair, Elise gets to fight. I even had a skills contest. Yeah, and they've been in there for a year. And it was, an, it was a test for me, you see, because they didn't want a girl there. And then I showed, they called me a warrior after that fight. And it was like, right, we'll take you seriously now then. Because I was just treated so badly. You, had to, you felt like you had to prove yourself. I had to prove myself, yeah. And I mean, you did. 
<laughs> yeah, I did. shut them all down. <laughs> shut them all down. I, but still, after that point, I still had to keep proving myself, and that's why eventually I did move on and move gyms. And then that's when I went to Amanda Gork's gym. Mm-hmm. She boosted my confidence right up um, in 2017, and that's when I won European gold thanks to her. Do you think if you hadn't have made that move, you wouldn't have achieved that? My confidence was not completely down. Um, my dad was like, right, we need to find a solution to this problem. We're going to move gyms. Um, build you up again because we know how well you can do because it was affecting my performance and that's what we decided to do. So if I didn't make that move, I don't think I'd be here where I am today. As an individual, and especially as a young girl, going into a a new sport or a new hobby that you really want to try and then feeling like not wanted or not respected, not valued, that could make a lot of people walk straight back out again and never walk in there again. So obviously, even at that young age, you had an element of resilience then. Do you think that's developed more because of this kind of, not setbacks, but the kind of confidence knocks? I would say it has completely helped me in a way, really, because I was getting in the ring with men and they were making my eyes bleed. I was getting black eyes. I was getting really badly hurt. And if I didn't, as bad as it sounds, if I didn't have that, I don't know where I'd be today because every single day there's another thing that could affect your boxing career. Things can go wrong, injuries you pick up and sustain. And without that, having that little knockback and making me push forward, it's helped me today in the sense that I'm more resilient and determined to prove myself and get to the end goal of the Olympics. Boxing wasn't your first kind of hobby or sport. You tried a few things, didn't you? What made you love boxing more than the others? I did cheerlead and I did horse rides and I did little girly sports like that. I just didn't fit in. I didn't fit in at all. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try boxing. I've got so much aggression. I've got two brothers. My dad's my main sole parent. And I've got three boys in the house. What can I do to let my anger out instead of punching them? I thought, why not try boxing? And how influential has your father been? I know that you mentioned that when you were in that first gym, he was kind of like, right, we need to sort this out because it's affecting your performance. I know that he also puts you through your paces in the gym, doesn't he? How important is your father on this journey for you? My dad's my biggest fan and he's my biggest critic, but he's also my best friend and coach. Uh, When I started boxing, he didn't like what was going on. So he became a coach, got qualified Till this day, even if I'm not in the gym, he'll be going to the gym to help all the younger boys and girls train every day for unpaid work. Um, Without him, I would not be on GB today. He pushes me when I feel, oh, I haven't done well in this fight or this spa. He'll be like, right, how can we change it? How can we improve? He drives me everywhere. Obviously, he drove me to Warrington for nearly three years. Um, He puts everything everything before himself for me. He does everything. He's the most selfless person I know. And without him, I would not be here today. He sounds pretty great. He's pretty great. <laughs> he sounds pretty great. And people do comment on your relationship, don't they, about how like how close you are as father yeah. and daughter. People are like, oh, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. My dad doesn't do this for me. I wish my dad would come with me, take me everywhere, do this for me. Oh, boy, you must be really lucky. And I say, I'm lucky because I've got him. But we're so strong together. Um, I take him to his hospital appointments. I help him with his like, care because, unfortunately, he's got incurable bone cancer. So I help him with that side of things and he'll help me with my boxing side of things. So it's a team effort and we do it together. We're going to touch a little bit later on on all the things that you manage to juggle. But even that, like your best friend, your coach, your father having incurable bone cancer, the mentality that you must have to have to be able to still put your sport first, because boxing isn't a sport that you can take lightly. 
Like you no, have to dedicate not. your life to it. Yeah, you do. So it does say um, a huge yeah. amount about your mentality. Yeah, I'd say I'm mentally strong now. Um, when it happened and I found out in 2018 that he was incurable, it did affect my boxing. Um, I got in the ring when it was on an operation. I drew the Olympic gold medalist from 2020 Tokyo and I lost in the split, but I was not in the right mindset completely. Um, going forward after that, I use it as a, as a drive. This year's nationals, I was determined to win, determined to get onto GB so he could... I've given him a sense of like living really. He gets up every day for my boxing. So if I can win nationals, win the tri-nations, keep winning as a senior, he's like, right, what's the next step? Where can we go next? Where can we go abroad? He took me to Eindhoven in June. We did that together. He lives through my boxing. So if I can do this, it will help him, vice versa. Do you know what I mean? It's great. It's a really lovely way to look at it and to, to support each other in the in the process. Um, you mentioned there the National Amateur Championship which you won this year, didn't you? Talk to me about yeah. this. So the Nationals this year, I went, I entered into under 57 kilos. Um, I had three good, strong fights. It was a really tough competition, but I was determined to win. I wanted to do it for my dad, myself, and my club, West Warwick's Amateur Boxing Club. I was determined no matter what to get that gold and get that nice, beautiful belt home. So and I you did, did it. that. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Um, and then I went on to win the Tri-Nations against the Welsh champion who went to the Commonwealth Games. So the Commonwealth Games, something I also wanted to touch on with you, because this year you weren't picked to go to Birmingham. And again, it comes down to mentality. As a boxer, how do you cope with that? Because that's something that you really wanted to do this year, wasn't it? You were really disappointed that you didn't kind of make the cut, as you like. So yeah. why do you think you didn't make it? And how did you kind of reflect and move forward from that apparently it was small margins uh, it was based on the girls experience this year at the under 22s um I was told I was the reserve for the Commonwealth Games I had two choices to make you either stay at home and train or you come up to GB as an unpaid athlete and prove yourself basically and that's what I did I got in the ring I made sure every spa I gave a hundred percent they were watching the videos back going who's this girl basically how is she performing so well made sure every training session I gave 100% and that's why I got picked for the Europeans and Rob McCracken came up to me just before the Europeans said Elise we're really happy with you we'll put you on full time as an paid athlete on the GB podium program and I was like what really I was like, <laughs> and yeah that's what's happened so all my hard work since the end of June coming up unpaid every week losing my job one of my jobs because I wasn't putting enough hours in has uh, finally paid off Hard work works. I always say that. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to us about going to the GB gym for the first time and what it's like training there. It's, it's all very secretive. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's very secretive. You walk up those stairs, you turn left, you go for those big doors and yeah, you can just smell the gym and it just goes straight through. The coaches are great. Um, each coach is a different thing they bring to the table. Do you know what I mean? They work on different things with you each day. I just come back from a technical session with Gary. He worked on a lot of things with me today. Um, yeah, it's absolutely great. You also made your debut this year um, at the Balkan yeah. tournament. That was your first kind of outing with Team GB. How was that? It was hard. Um, first tournament for GB, 21 years old, and I drew Irma Testa, the world number one. Wow. But a lot of people would shy away from that. I didn't. I grasped it with both hands, went into the ring, left it all in there. And I lost on a 2-1 split decision. Uh, it was close and she did deserve it on the day. So then I was told, Elise, 
the competition is not very busy. You've got the chance to box again against Canada. So I, again, took that with both hands, boxed the Canadian ranked number one and beat it unanimously two days later. Wow. I mean, like, like I said earlier, you're making a statement already, aren't you? Yeah. Not 100%. Yes. Uh, that was also in Montenegro, wasn't it? How was it going there? Again, uh, I got picked for the Europeans, such a prestigious tournament. When you get picked for that, you know you're doing something right. They all believe in you. Went out there. I went, Gary, town with a draw. I've drawn Irma Tester again, haven't I? He goes, how did you know that, Lisa? I was like, I just had a feeling all day that I knew. Uh, I again left all in the ring. This time, I thought it was slightly unlucky. I lost 3-2 by one point. Uh, one of the judges, the Moldovan judge, was very, very um, corrupt with his decision, giving me mm. against 10-8, my first 10-8 against me, whereas Lithuania gave me all three rounds. But again, it was a really close. You couldn't really call it. Um, I've come back to the drawing board, got things to work on, such as my ring positioning and how I get around and throw certain shots. But yeah, to have two close decisions against the highly ranked number one boxer who's been to the Olympics and won six European golds, not too... Not, not too shabby. <laughs> not, not too, too shabby, shabby at all. I will just say, I did get confused those quickly. Um, the Balkan yeah. tournament and then the Montenegro one was the European Championship. Just for anyone watching, I did get muddled there, but not a problem. Yeah, the Balkan we... tournament was in Bulgaria. Yeah. Sophia. So 2024, you're aiming for Paris to yeah. be in the Olympics. How likely are, are we to see you do that? Hopefully, you'll see me at the Paris 2024 Olympics. I'm on the GB podium squad now, which sort of means you're going through towards as if you're the Olympic team. Obviously, you've got to perform and keep performing and doing well in sparring, training camps and fights. And as long as you perform, hopefully, I'll get picked for the qualification event, which is going to be next year at the European Games in Poland in June. That's one of the qualification events and the rest are going to be in 2024. Hopefully, if I keep performing, keep striving for success and they see that I'm trying to work hard then they're going to pick me for that and then I'll be in Paris 2024. I like it big plans big goals yeah that's what you need um people who have been in team GB who have turned over pro in recent years you've got Lauren Price I should say MBE now um yeah Galau Yafai Fraser Clark they've all recent not recently but in the past couple of years switched over to pros I have seen that you've said that if you don't get into Paris 2024 you will be making that decision to turn over. Why is that? Why are you so certain that you want to turn over? It's so big for women's boxing at the moment, as you can see with Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields, like headlining in that event for women's boxing. Obviously, Karis and Lauren on going on women's shows, they're thriving at the minute in professional boxing. It's something you aspire to be, like Natasha Jonas. They're all doing great, and that's what I'd really want to do Um make a name for myself for women's boxing, show all these young girls out there that you can do it. You can be on the TV just like the men. You can be getting paid to do something you love. Obviously, GB boxing is absolutely phenomenal. I can, If I can do it for as long as possible, I will. If I can get to Paris 2024, then I will probably turn over, yeah. Because the thing is, you are young, aren't you? You're 21. I mean, Fraser Clark didn't turn over till he was 30. So you could hold in there till 2028, but you're kind of adamant that you don't want to. If... I'm not, t- I'm not too sure... I'm hoping to go to the Olympics in 2024. And I think then from then on, I'll make a decision. But 2020, 2020, sorry, 2028 is not out of the question in Los Angeles. Obviously, they're thinking that it's not going to be in the Olympics at the moment. Uh, for 2028, uh, it's been called out the Olympics. But if that changes, then I potentially could do Los Angeles as well before turning over to professional games. 
Yeah, there have been those conversations about the women's boxing, um, which is it's really upsetting because it's not been so long that it's actually been possible and it has been happening in the Olympics. Um, what do you, f- I know you mentioned there that kind of female boxing in the pro ranks is thriving at the moment. We're seeing these big headline shows. We're seeing full women cards or full female cards. What else needs to be done? What progress do you think needs to continue to happen? Because that kind of the 2028 is a huge setback. Um, not too sure, really. I think the way it's going with like GB boxing, they're so accepting of women boxing. We have a massive female team at the minute. They've even uh, commented on how big the women's team is compared to how it used to be with just mainly men and a few girls. Everything is going well with like the GB aspect for women's boxing. And England boxing are doing a lot with clubs to inspire females. For example, near my hometown, there's the Fight Like a Girl program at Aston, which inspires girls, inspires girls. I did a talk there with all my bouts and all the young girls were sitting there. They're like, oh, my God, look how great this side could be, this dad. So they go home, do that, and they get back into the gym. And I think it's going forward really well. I think everything's going to plan for females coming through. And a site called Warrior, Warrior Boxing, where you'd get matched for shows, when I first started, there was only a few girls my weight. Now there's hundreds and hundreds of girls my weight that can box. So everything's going in the right direction with female boxing at the minute. But things do need to change in some directions. But it's, it's quite good at the moment. It's going in a good direction. Good direction. Except, except from the 2028 thing. But we'll... Except for the 2028 thing. <laughs> we'll move past that bit. Um, I want to ask you about kind of role models. Because I, I know that obviously you got into this eight years ago. And I'm sure you probably saw someone back then that you thought, oh. I want to do that. Or maybe it was just a poster. Maybe there wasn't anyone. Um, it was the Olympics, obviously. The Olympics was a massive thing. Uh, seeing them at 2012, that really made me think, oh, I could do this with Nicola Adams winning, winning the gold medal. But Savannah Marshall is also a massive role model for me. She's quite a quiet person, which I'm quite like out the ring. I don't really talk that much. And I think she does a talking in the ring. She's done a lot of resilience and determination. And I think I'm quite like that. So... She's someone I look up to and I know a lot of girls look up to Savannah Marshall. She's also someone that you're going to be spending quite a bit of time talking with because she has said that she'll be your mentor. Talk to me about that. How, what, why, when? I'm not too sure. She's um, spoke to an Instagram a bit recently. Um, Any help she can give me and advice, that would be great because obviously she's been through this whole GB game for a long period of time. She's done all these major tournaments, had a lot of experience as a senior boxer, which I haven't had. I've had a lot of experience as a junior and a youth, but not as a senior. So anything she can give me to improve and get the extra 10% or anything to win and move forward would be absolutely great, especially for someone so good. And she said that she's happy to do that, hasn't she? Yeah, she's happy to do that. Which is so so nice. And I assume for her, she probably feels like that will also help female boxing as well to lend a hand, to lend an ear. Yeah. Um, Clearly, she's um, a really good role model for female boxing and the young girls coming through. To me, she's amazing herself. Like, she's so great. I think she's one of the best out there in the female boxing game at the minute and the pro game especially with that Clarissa Shields fight and all the fights she's put on such good performances throughout. Like she never had a bad performance really as a pro or an amateur. And I can't wait to get any advice from her to go help me go forward. So outside of boxing, Elise, you're very busy. Um, You are doing a degree of open university, aren't you? You also (laughs) got three jobs and you also train. I mean, how on earth do you do all of that? And why are you doing the degree? Because that's quite an interesting 
thing to throw in there? I did my A-levels, politics, law and business, because my dad wanted me to have an education as well as the boxing. Because when I was a junior in the youth, most of the team didn't have any GCSEs. They weren't going to school or they'd be staying at home and training. Whereas I'd go to school, do my A-level lesson, and then I'd quickly sneak out of school, go to the gym, come back for my next lesson, things like that. So my dad always wanted me to have an education, sort of a plan B, because you could get injured one day and never box again. Well, what are you going to do in that time? you got to think tactically about what's after boxing. Boxing's not forever, although it's great. It's a sport, it's a hobby, it's a job now, but one injury could set you back and you'd never be boxing again. So it's good to get something behind me, like a degree. Absolutely. You've got your head screwed on, haven't you? It's not too bad at the minute. <laughs> not too it's many like... Yeah. So let's look forward then in the next two years' time. Oh, that's 2024, isn't it? Yeah. Let's look. <laughs> let's look four years' time down the okay. line. Um, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be? What's your kind of future ambition? Well, main goal is to win the Olympic gold medal. I really want to win the Olympics at Paris 2024. Obviously, there's going to be distractions. There's going to be things in my way, obstacles I've got to overcome. Obviously, I'm going to have some people in my way, at my way. I've just got to prove that I can perform, that I can do the extra 10% more to go to that tournament and hopefully win gold. Um, I'll be staying on GB hopefully in the next four years, keep improving, keep working on different things not just a one-way boxing. I can work on different plan A, plan B, plan C, who's coming at me, what I can do, what I can change to be adaptable in the ring and to win these senior fights at these major tournaments. Well, Elise Glynn, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a very busy lady and no I just, I really look forward to following your journey and seeing, seeing what happens for you next. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.